Hello and welcome to K-Pop Companion, where each week we'll take a deep dive into one Korean pop song, why I like it a lot, and how you can branch out from there. In this season, we'll be covering 12 songs. I'm your host, Evan Walsh. This episode is about Miro, a song released by Stray Kids on March 24th, 2019. Stray Kids is a boy group that debuted on January 8th, 2018 with nine members. They were formed via a reality show, also titled Stray Kids, in late 2017. Compared to other groups, they are more hip-hop focused and many of their singles feature a hard-edged electronic sound. Today's song, Miro, is from their fourth mini-album titled Clay One Miro. Now that you know all that, let's listen to the beginning. So the song begins with some field recordings of, you know, you've got nature and you've got some city life, you know, some cars and city noise, uh, which I think is a really interesting way of starting a song. Uh, Normally, the sounds in a K-pop song are either going to be, you know, vocals, synthesized instruments, or acoustic or analog instruments. So having just some, some recordings of you know, sound effects, we'll say, uh, is, it's cool. And then you get this pulsing drum beat over it, uh, almost, you know, the, the rhythm of the environment. And then these really intense and low-pitched vocals that have this almost hypnotic delivery. It's this very even but dark-sounding tone. And uh, it's, it's something that, that when I first heard this song, which... You know, as you can tell from my intro where I talked about the release date, it's a really recent song, but I, I was so compelled by it immediately at the beginning that I just couldn't stop thinking about it. So that's why I'm talking about it here. Uh, and then this intro part ends with uh, a roar, which could be from a lion or a tiger. I keep thinking in my head it's a tiger, but it's prob- probably a lion sound. We'll go with a lion. Uh, but it It's a recurring element. You'll hear animal sounds throughout this track. And uh, we'll talk more about that later in our uh, walkthrough here. But let's, let's listen to this first verse. that was pretty short for what's a verse, what we typically talk about as a verse, but the structure of the song is really interesting, and I thought that when I first heard it, but as I was, you know, chopping things up, you know, editing for this episode and doing my my notes and my analysis, uh, I realized, wow, yeah, they're really playing with the, the structure of a pop song, and that's something to admire and to celebrate here. So, uh, We've got some guitar present here, which uh, it's one of my favorite things about Stray Kids is even though I've talked about how they are hard-edged and electronic and, you know, they, they want to have this intense and dark vibe to some of their songs, they've still got these guitars and some rock elements, but they're not rock songs. I think they're taking elements that they like here for this production, but not... Um, 
you know, not going too far into rock territory because as you may have noticed with all the songs that we've, we've talked about, and if you listen to K-pop in general, you know, rock is influential, but it is not in itself popular as a genre in South Korea. So I think that shows with the musical production decisions that get made. So um, we've got some synthesizers which are fading up to meet the vocals, which I think is really cool. And then you've got their gentle sounding keys and the time is being kept by this faint clap sound, but it does get more intense over time. And the, the vocal delivery here is also very smooth. It's a very gentle introduction to the song after this kind of weird, dark intro, this atypical intro. Um, you might be wondering, you know, Evan, you're talking about this intensity and this darkness and this electronic edge. You know, where where is it? <laughs> you know, this doesn't feel like it's going anywhere uh, that could be that intense. But uh, you're wrong, okay? I'm sorry. I hate to tell you. You know, I hate that you have to find out in front of all these people. But it's it's okay to be wrong sometimes. I'm wrong all the time on this podcast and off of it. The beat is getting more intense here. And then we get some police siren sounds, and it's transitioning into uh, something via um, another animal sound, an eagle's cry, as it were. And uh, let's see where it goes. So we have that eagle's cry continuing the animal transition sounds. We go into this uh, very poppy, you know, very uh, now, we'll say, uh, chanting, which bridges the gap between... uh, you know, the previous verse and this more intense rap verse here, that chanting is going to become another recurring element here. So I I hope you enjoy it because it's going to keep happening. Uh, It even continues here in the background of this rap verse. It is almost sensory overload, but each element is continuing to be distinct here. I think it's a very well-mixed song and I'm... I'm glad that they are dedicated to filling out this mix, you know, making it acoustically complex, we'll say, but, um, you know, making sure that, say, you know, the vocalists here have time to shine, and room to shine, that is. Um, The verse here, at first, is bouncing between the two members here, the two different rappers in this verse, but then uh, one of them just takes over and doubles down on that intensity. The delivery gets faster and faster pace, and you can hear uh, in the background, you know, the beat is getting faster and faster and faster, and you, you can tell, you know, of course, we're building into uh, a chorus. That's that's how these things work, you know, even though they are playing with the structure of what a pop song can be, and they're not doing the typical, you know, intro, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus. But, you know, look, I can sit here and name parts of songs all the time. You know, I can do this all day. But uh, the point is, 
this verse is going straight into a chorus. Uh, what they consider a pre-chorus here is uh, uh, different. So we've come so far since that beginning where it, it, it's almost a roller coaster at first, but then it's just it's building straight up and up and up and up and up, and we're going into this chorus. You may have heard a little bit, but now let's check it out. So what did you think of that chorus? I thought it was very, very powerful. And it is very much like a song that you would hear in North America at, you know, an electronic dance music festival. Uh, it's got that really intense uh, lead synthesizer there and a straightforward uh, four on the floor beat. You know, that is where the kick drum is playing on each beat of the song, and the song is in 4-4 four, four times, so four on the floor, you know, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Um, I'm also a sucker here for uh, a stylistic choice that not not every artist does in every song, uh, but when it's done appropriately, it's uh, it's fun, it's goofy, uh, which is they're, they're shouting the name of their their group here in the middle of this course, you know, Stray Kids. Uh, it's just, it's fun. It's fun. And I think with uh, a lot of these K-pop songs, especially if you watch live performances, uh, you know, you, you want to feel like as a viewer and a listener that they are, uh, you know, having fun, they're enjoying it. Uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to tell, you know, the K-pop idol lifestyle is very intense and it's not always fun, but uh, one would hope that the actual performance part can be where uh, the true joy can be derived. Uh, so it, it just feels fun, fun to listen to and uh, hopefully fun to uh, do. <laughs> so... Um, the vocals here are interesting. Uh, you know, we've talked about how intense the uh, the synth work here is. The instrumentation, the production here is very big and very uh, mix-filling. But uh, the vocals here, there's lots of short little phrases, and then you get a sustained phrase and a sustained note, uh, or notes, as it were, uh, at the end of each line. And... I think that's a it's a fun choice because it it gives you a different rhythm to the whole thing and uh, you know if you're trying to latch on and sing something as somebody that doesn't uh, speak Korean uh, you know giving you a little bit of uh, sustained English at the end of the line is very generous of them and I'm sure is a very intentional choice um, so yeah let's check out this post-chorus. Okay. 
so this post course is really cool to me because we're getting back to some of those uh, verse one elements, some of those elements from earlier in the song. You're getting uh, you're getting the chanting back, which I guess the chanting never really stopped, uh, but it's coming back to the forefront. But you're getting that soft electronic piano, or sorry, electric piano, is how you typically would say. Don't sound like a complete dork. You get that soft electric piano sound. And then you get sort of a hip-hop beat and some more field recordings are back to fill this mix out. And it, it, it's, it's very full. There's a lot going on. There's a lot for your ear to latch onto as it's happening. Uh, and with the chanting being very repetitive, it sort of, even though it's in the foreground, uh, it can fade into the background as you're you're checking out all these other elements if you're listening really closely. Uh, so for a big, powerful dance track, if you're listening, you know, in a quiet room with some headphones, which is how I listen to uh, most dance music these days, uh, you really, you know, they're giving you something to investigate and something to find interest in. So... Um, I think that sets it apart from more generic dance tracks. And you're also getting, uh, with the vocals here, a softer version of the chorus we just got. You know, it's the same, it's some of the same, you know, phrases and verses, if not exactly identical. And uh, there's some interesting bass work happening that I really like. Uh, Since we don't have that huge synth lead, they're filling it out with other subtler elements, which... um, I really like for post-chorus. This is really fun because it's it's almost deconstructing the chorus that just happened. So uh, kudos <laughs> for that one. I I don't know how uh, how much more I can say about it. I just really really like it. Uh, so let's check out this third verse, which is uh, gonna be a short one. It's just how the verses in this track are but uh, it's definitely worth talking about. So in this short verse, there are still some interesting choices happening. You've got that chanting going on still. I love that that is just going through the entire song. It basically, it started and has never stopped since. And then this really frantic beat in the background, but it's not too bassy. So you are getting a little bit of a break from that just so when it hits during the chorus, it'll be that much more impactful. Uh, The energy level let up for like a second. You know, we had that short little post-chorus, which brought us down a little bit, and then here in this third verse, which also functions as a pre-chorus, as we talked about with the previous verse, uh, it's just building up and up and up, and you just feel like, oh, this is like, it's intense. It is super intense. The, the, The song here, the lyrics are talking about surviving and thriving no matter the adversity, and the vibe of the song is just this driving and powerful thing. It's constantly pushing forward and only let you rest for a moment before keep pushing forward. And I think that is intentional. That is with with the message of the song, with the vibe that they're trying to go for, which is never stop. I'm never going to stop. You know, in this jungle, you know, 
what they're talking about here. That's why the elements are happening with all the the animals. Uh, you know, you, you can't you can't stop to rest for too long. Like the rapping here starts in this low key normal tone and delivery, but it gets extremely aggressive and it's almost shouting here at the end as we're building into this chorus. Uh, I don't know if you also caught. Uh, there's a little bit of English there in the latter part of this verse. It was a shout out to uh, Bear Grylls. Uh, big ups to Bear. I'm a fan. I'm looking forward to your uh, your Netflix thing that's that's coming out in a little while. Uh, <laughs> it's just funny uh, to hear that in a South Korean song. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, let's listen to this final chorus and let's hear how Stray Kids close this one out. <laughs> So they've got more animal noises, more intense synthesizer. This city that they are in is a jungle, which is not an illusion that is new or we'll say super compelling. However, not many songs that talk about the city being a jungle will literally use jungle sonic elements. So... Good job, Stray Kids. Uh, the vocals, the production, everything is leaning towards this intense and powerful... I need to come up with some new adjectives to describe what I'm talking about here. But the point is, it's an extremely compelling and energetic song. And I love the choice here at the end to fade out. The fade out is not a thing that happens in pop music these days. There's an interesting article that I will uh, link in the show notes. It talks about how the fade out is, well, fading out in pop music. So having it end that way uh, is a a neat choice for me personally uh, to hear. But um, you also, when you think about it, it makes sense in the context of the song. We've talked about how it's just, it's so intense and it won't, stop so having it end with a fade out is great because it lends to this idea of this song could never end it could just keep going and going and going and it's just fading out so we don't have to listen to it for you know 16 straight hours i'm i'm sure if you go on youtube you could find a video if you wanted to listen to this song for 10 hours on a loop you could but uh, I think songs are best appreciated in their uh, original form and their original length. Uh, <laughs> so that's it for Miro by Stray Kids. 
But the question that remains is, where do you go from here? Well, if you would like to hear more from Stray Kids, you enjoyed their vibe, and you would like to hear something similar, well, their song District 9 is really, really good. I almost talked about it here. Check it out. District 9. If you would like to hear something from a different group, uh, a very popular group also, with a a similar hip-hop-focused vibe, very intense vibe, well, Fire Truck by NCT127 is what I would recommend. Fire Truck. If you would like to hear something from a girl group with uh, a powerful, inspirational, we'll say, uh, message, uh, I Am The Best by 21 is really, really good. If you enjoy something like that, but you would want a group that is still active, has actually recently debuted, and uh, has a lot of potential, and maybe something a little more bubblegum, but still with those uh, electronic and and darker elements, uh, Itzy is who I would recommend, and specifically their song, Dala Dala. If you'd like to hear something with uh, that electronic edge that I keep talking about, but this time from a co-ed group, which is not super common, then Card recently had a song come out called Bomb Bomb that is just right. You can find links to all of those songs I've talked about and even a link to a Spotify playlist containing them all in the show notes, in the summary, in the description, whatever your podcast client calls it, that's where all that information is. If you want to learn more about the show and find links and you know everything about previous episodes, this is episode number eight. I can't believe we're already there. Uh, you can go to kpopcompanion.com 
And I would uh, also appreciate if you could go to the iTunes store, leave a review for the show. That is the best way to spread the word and to get us up in the rankings and various charts on the iTunes store, which is where a lot of people find podcasts. Um, if you want to talk to me, you've got a comment, a question, a suggestion, anything about the show, you can send an email to podcast at kpopcompanion.com or you can message me on Twitter. It's at kpopcompanion on there. Um, I think that's, that's basically it. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the show and I look forward to talking to you next week. Until then, take care.